The Big Bang, the discovery that the universe has been expanding for billions of years, is one of the biggest revelations in the history of science. In a single moment, the entire universe popped into existence and has been expanding ever since. We know this because of multiple lines of evidence, the cosmic microwave background radiation, the ratio of elements in the universe, etc. But the most compelling one is just the simple fact that everything is expanding away from everything else. Which means that if you run the clock backwards, the universe was once an extremely hot, dense region. Let's go backwards in time. Billions of years. The closer you get to the Big Bang, the closer everything was and the hotter it was. When you reach about 380,000 years after the Big Bang, the entire universe was so hot that all matter was ionized with atomic nuclei and electrons buzzing around each other. Keep going backwards, and the entire universe was the temperature and density of a star, which fused together the primordial helium and other elements that we see to this day. Continue to the beginning of time, and there was a point where everything was so hot that atoms themselves couldn't hold together, breaking in their constituent protons and neutrons. Further back still, and even atoms break apart into quarks. And before that, just a big question mark. An infinitely dense universe cosmologists call the singularity. When you look out into the universe in all directions, you see the cosmic microwave background radiation. That's the point when the universe cooled down so that light could travel freely through space. And the temperature of this radiation is almost exactly the same in all directions that you look. There are tiny, tiny variations, detectable only by the most sensitive instruments. When two things are the same temperature, like a spoon in your coffee, it means that those two things have had an opportunity to interact. The coffee transferred heat to the spoon, and now their temperatures have equalized. When we see this in opposite sides of the universe, that means that at some point in the ancient past, those two regions were touching. That spot where the light left 13.8 billion years ago on your left was once directly touching that spot on your right that also emitted its light 13.8 billion years ago. This is a great theory, but there's a problem. The universe never had time for those opposite regions to touch. For the universe to have the uniform temperature that we see today, it would have needed to spend some time mixing together, but it didn't have enough time. In fact, the universe didn't have any time to exchange temperature. Imagine you dip that spoon into the coffee and then pull it out moments later before the heat could transfer, and yet the coffee and spoon are exactly the same temperature. What's going on? To address this problem, the cosmologist Alan Guth proposed the idea of cosmic inflation in 1980, that moments after the Big Bang, the entire universe expanded dramatically. And by moments, I mean that the inflationary period started when the universe was only 10 to the power of minus 36 seconds old and ended when the universe was 10 to the power of minus 32 seconds old. And by expanded dramatically, I mean that it got 10 to the power of 26 times larger. That's a one followed by 26 zeros. Before inflation, the observable universe was smaller than an atom. After inflation, it was about 0.88 millimeters. And today, those regions have been stretched 93 billion light years apart. This concept of inflation was further developed by cosmologists Andre Lind, Paul Steinhardt, Andy Albrecht, and others. Inflation 
resolved some of the shortcomings of the Big Bang Theory. First is known as the flatness problem. The most sensitive satellites that we have today measure the universe as flat. Not like a piece of paper flat, but flat in the sense that parallel lines will remain parallel forever as they travel through the universe. Under the original Big Bang cosmology, you would expect the curvature of the universe to grow with time. The second is the horizon problem. And this is the problem that I mentioned above, that two regions of the universe shouldn't have been able to see each other long enough and interact long enough to be the same temperature. The third is the monopole problem. According to the original Big Bang Theory, there should be a vast number of heavy, stable monopoles, or magnetic particles, with only a single pole. Inflation diluted the number of monopoles in the universe so that we just don't detect them today. And in a moment, I'm going to talk about how astronomers are searching the universe for evidence of cosmic inflation. But first, I'd like to thank Scott Carlisle, Thomas Spinatter, Brian, and the rest of our 734 patrons for their generous support. If you love what we're doing and you want to help out, head over to patreon.com slash universe today. Although the cosmic microwave background radiation appears mostly even across the sky, there could still be evidence of that inflationary period baked into it. In order to do this, astronomers have been focusing on searching for primordial gravitational waves. These are different from the gravitational waves generated through the collision of massive objects. Primordial gravitational waves are the echoes from that inflationary period, which should be theoretically detectable through the polarization or orientation of light in the cosmic microwave background radiation. A collaboration of scientists use an instrument known as the Background Imaging of Cosmic Extragalactic Polarization, or BICEP2, to search for this polarization. And in 2014, they announced that maybe, just maybe, they had detected it proving the theory of cosmic inflation was correct. Unfortunately, another team working with the space-based Planck telescope posted evidence that the fluctuations they saw could be fully explained by intervening dust in the Milky Way. The problem is that BICEP2 and Planck are designed to search for different frequencies. In order to really get to the bottom of this question, more searches need to be done, scanning a series of overlapping frequencies. And that's what's in the works now. BICEP2 and Planck and the newly developed South Pole Telescope, as well as some observatories in Chile, are all scanning the skies at different frequencies at the same time. And distortion from various types of foreground objects, like dust or radiation, should be brighter or dimmer in the different frequencies, while the light from the cosmic microwave background radiation should remain constant throughout. There are more telescopes searching more wavelengths of light, searching more of the sky. And we could know the answer to this question with more certainty shortly. One of the most interesting implications of cosmic inflation, if proven, is that our universe is actually just one in a vast multiverse. While the universe was undergoing that dramatic expansion, it could have created bubbles of space-time that spawned other universes with different laws of physics. In fact, the father of inflation, Alan Guth, said, it's hard to build models of inflation that don't lead to a multiverse. And so, if inflation does eventually get confirmed, then we'll have a whole new multiverse to search for in the cosmic microwave background radiation. Uh, no idea what caused inflation, but that's in the future. The Big Bang was one of the greatest theories in the history of science. Although it did have a few problems, cosmic inflation was developed to address them. 
Although there have been a few false starts, astronomers are now performing a sensitive enough search that they might find evidence of this amazing inflationary period. And then, there'll be Nobel Prizes all around. Not gonna lie, I feel like I just barely scratched the surface of this concept. Want me to go deeper? What would you like to hear about next? Let me know your thoughts in the comments. As we push forward into the solar system, we're gonna need to think about what it means to own space. Who owns the moon? Can you buy property on Mars? Space law. Next episode. Inflation is a really, really complicated topic, and I recommend you just bathe yourself in videos to help you get the gist of it. I've created a special playlist of videos just for you. We start with one of our older videos about the evidence for the Big Bang, and then PBS Space Time tackles inflation, then Physics Girl talks about why space time is flat, Alan Guth explains inflation, and the last video from Lawrence Krauss is one of my favorites, why the universe adds up to nothing. That spot on your right, is that backwards? If they're watching the video, 